Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Seinfeld Podcast. Um, we are getting near Christmas. Um, yeah, I almost asked you guys if we should do Festivus. I, I'm, I'm here with Lauren, uh, Craig. Um, I almost asked if we should do Festivus because we're getting into the Christmas episodes, but we got to stay in order, right? We can't skip around. Right. Well, what, what better Christmas gift than an apartment, a new apartment, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Oh, Laura's got her Festivus um, playing cards, right? No, it's a tree. Oh, it's an actual tree. I bought <laughs> it last year. It was like one of the greatest purchases I ever made. It oh, has, okay. Um, I hope it still works. It's the. Um, it's not a tree. It's the pole. Sorry. Oh, um, and you yeah. just um, un unfold because it looks like a small box. Yeah, it is. It's got okay. like different pieces. Where's that? Very nice. I make it a tradition, and my wife doesn't like me saying this because she wants nice. her traditions is to read the Christmas story and everything. I've got to watch Festivus sometime around Christmas season. Do you guys have that as a tradition? No, I don't really have it as a tradition, but maybe I should make it one. Uh... Yeah, splice it in there with a Christmas story or a Christmas vacation or something. So, oh man, I think we missed something. Laura's playing. We got yeah. music with the Festivus. Uh, it, sorry has, about that, um, it has uh, sounds. Nice. Yes. <laughs> That's got to be in at least top five. I got to figure out which one. Yeah, Festus is the least top five for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Classic lines. Um, any, would you put Festivus in your guys' top five? Mm, I don't know. Oh, it's right. probably, wow. close. It's it's probably be close. Maybe on the fringe. Is that the one with the bagel thing? Where, mm. where uh, he has to go back, Kramer has to go back to work. Yeah. After the strike. They're on strike for like 13 yeah. years or something like that. Yeah. Or whatever. And he breaks yeah. the steam thing. Yeah, yeah. that's why she was like all trashed up. Yeah, yeah. Wayne's <laughs> yeah. throwing out the fake phone numbers, and she gets caught in that. Uh, Jerry's dating the girl that doesn't look good. She only looks good in the cafe. I mean, yeah, oh, and the lighting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that was that might be one of those like on the fringe top five episodes, maybe because it was funny with with Kramer actually going back to work we finally uh know that kramer had a job at one time so that yeah it might be in that borderline top five you know i once we you know rewatch all of these you know maybe it'll it'll resonate a little bit more i couldn't remember all the other attachments of the, the side stories that went with that but the bagel story was funny and just the fest you know just having Anything with Jerry Stiller in it is is always gold. So we're forgetting one of the better parts of the episode. 
Oh, the yeah, human fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. These are cards that you can give to your friends to donate to the human fund. <laughs> Five of them. I would. It, Where did you get that? TJ Maxx, but it was last oh, wow. year. Okay. Yeah, maybe all. I've been looking. Off. I've been looking for other stuff like this, um, but I haven't found any. Yeah, definitely a top one in my book. I, I will say too, the other one that always comes to my brain. Um, Merv Griffin's show. And I, I think we've had a conversation before, but that may not be in the top five for, for either one of you. But, hey, I, I like this audio sense and the podcast sense, and it, it just always makes a laugh because, in mm-hmm. essence, Kramer's doing his podcast without any cameras or microphones, which makes yeah. it know, It's kind of cool. All right, but we're not talking about any of that stuff. <laughs> we're talking about the apartment where, um, yeah, I know, I like the episode. Um, Jerry... Uh, 94-year-old lady dies in the apartment. Um, they've got rent control going on. So um, the guy says, hey, Jerry, would you know anybody that's interested? They try to get Elaine, and then as Elaine becomes interested, Jerry gets a little bit nervous about having Elaine live in the apartment, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> Laura, I should know this. What makes a rent control apartment? I've read about that for a while. I know it's more of a New York thing than a Columbus yeah. or Cleveland. How does it get to be rank controlled? I mean, Craig, do you know? I don't know if it's it, just... It just passed stuff through the ages. Like, through... Yeah. That seems to be a lot of a lot of these apartment episodes where things have been bequeathed to other family members or they're up in the air and the family members have, like... I don't know if it's the right of first refusal or something, and then... You know, because Elaine was trying to, you know, get the apartment uh, after the, the husband, was, the wife was uh, dying and the husband was going to move to Arizona. And it was going to be like, you know, four or five hundred dollars a month or three fifty or whatever. So I think it's just like maybe the family can take it at that point or maybe the first the first person on it, if they want it right away, they can get it at that. I don't know. I'm not really sure. How that all works, especially in New York. I just Googled it and there's like all these rules. Like they have to, the buildings have to be a certain age with a certain number of uh, apartments in it. Mm. Um, how do let's increase? Huh. Well, I guess in 2019, they changed the rules for it too. Mm. So. Um, rent control covers about 22,000 apartments occupied by generally an older, lower income population who have been in occupancy since July 1, 1971, or by their lawful successors. Apartments under rent control become decontrolled upon vacancy. So maybe when, like when she died now, it wouldn't stay $400 a month. Hmm. So it protects more of the older people, so you can't yeah. go and just kick them out for for fun. Okay. Wow. Very. So here's the thing in this piece that I'm reading. Um, if can, May I continue to live in my mom's rent-controlled apartment after she has passed away? Under rent-control rules, you could take over or succeed to the apartment only if you had lived with your mom mother for the two-year period immediately preceding her passing. Oh, wow. 
Wow. Which, you know, if you watch other shows, um, well, Friends is one um, that they are on the lease that was by somebody. I can't remember who it was. Um, They had to go and get it it extended. Do you remember? There was an episode. And also, this is terrible, but um, it was the same situation in Two Broke Girls. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I have terrible, terrible TV watching habits, just so you know. I can't say anything bad. i am <laughs> watched a lot of Big Brother. I'm looking forward to watching the finale oh. of Survivor tonight. So <laughs> I can't speak at all about TV watching habits. I, I will I'm say the watching. only thing I watch is scripted television, mm. though. So, but it's still terrible. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. All right. Um, yeah, because, man, 400 bucks. Now, I know this show was... You know, 20, 30 years ago, but man, even 20, 30 years ago, unless it's a cardboard box, you know, the size mm-hmm. of a cardboard box, man, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I rent that for 400 bucks. That'd be, that'd be a great deal. Especially yeah. in New York, you know, especially in New yeah. York, I would imagine. Too. You know, yeah, I guess I, one of my um, pandemic viewing things has been, has become um, on YouTube, they have tons of videos of property in New York City. Oh, okay. Like both that is for rent and for sale. And they have, um, it's like companies produce these videos and they have people give tours of them or it's people walking around an empty uh, like townhouse or something showing how many rooms are in it. But it's like, this is what you, it's basically like called, this is what you get for and then you say a number and they show you the apartment. And it's, it's like, horrible you know yeah some of these apartments are they're not even apartments they're like you know like uh the size of like a conference room is the apartment and it's got you know your bathroom your kitchen your bedroom a little living room area (laughs) it's all in there together you got to make it work and it's it's thousands of dollars Yeah, I saw a video. Maybe it's the same uh, place that you saw it, where it's like you have a million dollars. What could that buy you in New York, Nashville, mm-hmm. Columbus? Yeah, they want all these cities. And like New York, you yeah. got squalor. Where yeah. in Ohio, yeah, you you live like a king, pretty much. You know, very interesting. Okay, and then you know where the conflict comes in the episode. Where man, it sounds fantastic because man. You know, even though they're broken up, Jerry and Elaine are getting along. Elaine loves that idea. But then it suddenly turns into a bad idea. I don't know. I, I got to tread carefully. There's a reason why. Would you be excited if a really good friend of yours came to live close to you? Well, you know, I don't see why not. I mean, okay. in this case, though, they were also ex-boyfriend, girlfriend. So maybe... Maybe that complicates it a little bit. And I know George okay. even brought that up about now they, you know, if he has a date with a girl and, and stuff happens, they'd have to go to the other person's apartment or whatever. Which, pop in. Well, that and, and I, I think they also mentioned for noise complaints and things of that nature. So I don't know if that really would matter. I don't think Elaine was would be that jealous that Jerry had a date or whatever, but. I think that's one of the things they had mentioned that there would be no comfort in, in being able to have a date over yeah. if Elaine was living above him. Yeah. No, it, it just scared me because I, I've got a really good friend, probably top two friends of all time. 
made moved to my city. Um, he interviewed at a place like a couple months away, and I, I'm excited about the possibility. That'd be great. Uh, but then I watched that. I'm like, oh, but, but I guess I wasn't dating the guy, so you know, maybe, maybe that makes a difference. So I don't know. I will um, say when I moved, when I went to work in Canton, mm-hmm. um, we. I mean, I'm living in my house now, and that we never sold when I moved to Canton. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, pandemic started, I just moved here because we were suddenly allowed to work from home. <laughs> so, um, that the hor- most horrible part of living in an apartment was having somebody living above me. Yeah. Because I didn't want to listen to them walking around because we had. Oh, um, yeah. We didn't have, we had carpeted floors, but they were wooden underneath. And you know how wood floors, when they get like a little loose or whatever, they make so much noise. And this guy, this guy was really loud. And I, that's one of the best things about living in in a house again is it's so quiet, you know? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Before I moved to Columbus, I lived in Mansfield for a while. And my goodness, um, we lived, it, it was not an apartment. It was like a townhouse, you know, attached houses right by each other. And you can't do that. I mean, we had a little girl that was noisy. We had a dog that was noisy. And mm-hmm. uh, the neighbors were right next to us were fighting. It wasn't just, I mean, it was Mike Tyson fighting. It was, it was scary for a while. And it was funny, and not funny, haha, but funny in a sad way. They defended themselves by saying we were the loud ones, and we're like, no, you know, we're, <laughs> it was going to change. But yeah, yeah, no, I can imagine. I mean, there comes a certain time in life. Not if you're in a, you just with dogs and kids, you just can't do it. You know, it, it's hard to live in an apartment anymore. So mm-hmm. every once in a while, when my wife talks about, oh, so move the apartment would be nice. I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless you want to get rid of kids and dogs, I mean, you can't, you know, do that. It, it's really tough. Um. Yeah, so it was just funny. Um, I I like the fact that it was almost like the um, rent people were accepting bribes. This is started out by, (laughs) let's just imagine this. (laughs) Jerry's in a great position because the owner of the apartment is pretty much going saying, hey, she just died. You don't have anybody who wants this. And yeah, he knew who Elaine was. But he pretty much accepted her on the spot. I mean, he didn't go to any other people. And now, you know, he goes back and it's like, all right, for $5,000, you can get that. So you go from pretty much Jerry just saying, hey, here's Elaine, she's cool, to, you know, pay up for the right to spend 400 bucks a month. It's like, what do you call this to the Browns? Like personal seat licenses. It was almost like <laughs> a personal seat license to be able to rent the apartment. Yeah. Money talks. Mm-hmm. And yeah. by the way, the acceptance of her was because she said hi to him and hi house. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know it's I tough. Know that, uh, I mean, I wonder if that actually does happen where people like, I mean, maybe if it's close to where you want to live or work or whatever, and you just want to live there. Like, I wonder if that happens where people like overspend or, or bribe someone to get into a building, like I. I don't know. They always made it sound like it was like a dog-eat-dog world at New York City apartments there in Seinfeld. So I kind of wonder how how true it was that, you know, just for the right to pay $400 a month, you'll pay $5,000 up front. Or in Kramer, whatever Kramer's friend's case, $10,000. Yeah. 
Well, Craig, we we talked on another one of our podcasts we did. It was like a couple months ago where we were looking at the story about Columbus, like how expensive it was. And people were like literally, it, it became common practice offered like 10% more for a house and say, yep, right. we don't have to do inspections. We're all good. I mean, stuff that you would never thought about years ago. Right. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't know. 400 bucks for an apartment, I'd bribe somebody for, but if you spent 5,000 bucks, that's like an extra years of that $400 rent. Yeah, kind of makes up for it more so than anything, but it's also if you're going to live there for a while as well. Yeah, you figure Elaine was writing a check for 1200 to get in. Yeah, so he was only going a little bit over that, you know, right? Class and security, true, but is that 500 in, in addition to? The twelve hundred for the rent, security, and last month. Well, five thousand. I mean, man. Or if it's just like here's 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 five thousand straight up for you know the, the bribe and for the first month security deposit last month. Who knows? Yeah, you better plan on staying there for a while. You better plan on not moving there <laughs> or anything. Or Plus, well, they were, yeah, they were a musician too. So uh, would you move for four hundred dollars a month rent? Oh, I, I I die there. I mean, I pretty much you know <laughs> move yeah. in there and say you know. Hell, I mean, those apartments seem to be magical because Jerry got in a, a bedroom after his season. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. grew, you know, out of nowhere. Well, Kramer almost put the levels in on his. So, you know. <laughs> well, well, look, you, look, and can you imagine in the good old days, man? You know, if you got a new job, you had to move. And now with all the remote work going on, I mean, man, that could be your workplace. You know, man, oh, I'm jealous for that lady. That should be pretty nice. So. <laughs> uh, Craig, uh, we're a little bit off topic, but you got to remind me. I got to talk to you on this YouTube show. I've been watching this video. Laura's talking about people, places in New York to buy. This guy uh, flies around. He's a YouTube creator. He flies around the world and shows all these mansions that I'm so jealous of. Uh, yeah. my daughter and I, we watched a $140 million mansion that they were selling mm. in France. And it was crazy. There was like a koi pond in the back. Uh, there was a nice pool. There was a hot tub that was as big as a regular size swimming pool. <laughs> and my daughter loves water. So she was, right. she asked me rest of the night, I want to go visit. I'm like, it's France. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> we don't have money. And even if we went, it'd probably take about 24 hours to go there. Yeah, you know, after flights and everything. Yeah, like she yeah. she wanted to go tonight. Like she wanted me to be out of there in half hour so she can go swimming. It was kind of nuts. So, <laughs> all right, um, you should rent an apart. You should rent a hotel room for a night. Yeah. Uh, play in the hotel yeah. uh, hot tub. That is her favorite thing in the world: hot tubs. And hmm. uh, you know, pre-COVID, it was kind of nice. Post-COVID, man. I don't know. I mean, even yeah, it's like even, a stew. <laughs> yes, even going away with my wife. Uh, I mean, when you have kids, you you um, yearn for the days where you can go to a hotel for a night. But I don't even know about that. You know, with COVID and everything. Um, my my wife. When, uh, what do you guys think about this? I'm I'm trying to find a, a gift for my wife. Uh, last year, I gave her the gift of a night away. So I watched the kids. She went to a hotel for a night. That's what she wants. But I'm like, it's, you're going away in COVID times. I mean, you're going to that hotel. So uh, she'd have to find that hotel, I guess, right? 
they have good protocols in place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and find a good brand. I mean, she shouldn't go to the seedy motel in downtown. I mean, it's got to be the the nice one. But those cost more. I don't know. It's tough. So, all right. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about in terms of the apartment? What about Kramer and his... Uh, oh, the hair. Right? And, uh, <laughs> Jerry having to, having to lend the money. Yes, yes. That, that was interesting. How awkward is that? I... I don't think I've asked or borrowed or given money. Have you guys done that anytime recently? No. <laughs> no. Uh. We, are, we are all journalists. Yes. <laughs> yes. None of us We're have. not wealthy enough to lend money to people. We'd be the well, one growing, I think. Yeah, we'd be money, asking for money. The only lending of money I do is the 25 cents at the Aldi uh, card exchange, and yes. then I get it back. So <laughs> that's about the extent of the ability to lend money as a journalist. Yes. yes. Well, the money thing's become hard because my mom doesn't lend money. She just gives us Christmas money that you can use right. for whatever. And mm-hmm. it's mom just remember everything now. So it's awkward because she'll ask you a million times and you can't remember if you got it or not. You don't want to, you know, it just, it's all rough. It's awkward. So yeah, I like that. I like Kramer's hair too. I thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> Yeah, the moose. Yeah, he didn't have the high hair, you know, in that one. Yeah, it's, we haven't gotten to the uh, the bad shower. Uh, yeah, the bad shower head yet. So I I need to mention Laura. I keep on forgetting this, and let me mention this before I forget. Um, you know, she works in Stark County, Ohio, and I went to college there at Malone. Why is this a bad nickname? Uh, there was a kid for Malone. He was a basketball player. He was a guard. Very tall guy. 6'6". Six, six. He had the Kramer hair. Um, so, probably if you counted the hair, he may have been 7 feet tall because, you know, he had the big hair. So, they played their rival, which is Walsh. So, you know, you're what do you say to make fun of him? So, the Walsh player, the fans are screaming, Kramer, Kramer, Kramer. And his name was like... Not Adam Lambert, that's the singer. I think Jim Lambert maybe was his name, whatever. But, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, I I mean, I've been called names. I'm I'll be embarrassed about Man, Kramer, I'd be like, great, thanks, man. You know? I'd be more upset about the fact that they threw all the powder on the floor. Oh. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Oh, man. When, I I honestly don't know the backstory of it. I have to look. See if Papa... Was it a LeBron thing where they... (laughs) Similar. It was during the game, as the game was going on. Oh, kid, okay. A kid made a three-pointer, and as soon as he made the three-pointer, they threw like this huge cloud of baby powder up in the oh, air. Wow. And the gym, you know, the gyms—they're not that yeah. big. Yeah. <laughs> We're not like Duke Stadium, you know, Duke's yes. basketball court, you know. So they had to stop the game for thirty minutes to clean the powder wow. off the floor. Probably better than a big uh, rubber ball of oil, though, huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there was a oh, what college is it? Some Christian college were uh, somewhere in Ohio. I don't even know where. I, it's just small college where, like, it's their first home game of the season. Nobody cheers at all, but once they hit like nine points, everyone just loses their mind. I mean, they throw stuff all over the place, and uh, you, you know. Apparently, the rest are okay. If they, I, they're not throwing powder on the floor, but it's yeah. it's kind of like mayhem. I mean, they're throwing 
bunnies, like bunny, bunny rabbits. No, like yeah, you know, stuffed animals and all kinds of weird yeah. stuff. I don't know. It, it was kind of nuts. All right. Um, yeah, I gotta tell you about one time I was the uh, public address announcer from Lone. I inadvertently caused a fight. Um, <laughs> basketball players scored fifty points um, in the game. Um, Malone was playing some real small school. They were winning by a lot. I was the PA announcer. Probably fifty people in the crowd. It was one of the Saturday afternoon games nobody went to. And you know, kid from Malone scored fifty. I was friends with him, and you know they take him out at the end of the game, probably with like two minutes left. I'm like, you know, Dan Wingate, you know, just broke a long record with, you know, 50 points. And, you know, I'm thinking, hey, well, I'm honoring a friend. I, I wasn't, like, talking smack and everything. And apparently the other team heard that and got ticked off. So, <laughs> well, no, and there were a bunch of jerks, too, because before the game, you know, you're supposed to go over and ask how to pronounce names. And they're like, oh, these guys won't play. And then the coach started laughing because the team was getting beat by so bad. He empties his bench. And then all these guys I couldn't pronounce, they all scored. I mean, they were all scoring lots of points. Like the coach must have just said, hey, I'm angry at this guy because he said that, uh, you know, the one guy broke our his record on us. So, hey, you bad players, go score a lot of points with the PA guy. I felt bad. But literally, one of the guys, I'm not sure if his name it was hard to pronounce, he slugged one of the reserves at the end of the game. A little bit of a fight and a couple of ejections. And wow, I, I went to talk to Dallas, huh? I was that your last night? <laughs> I don't think I did that much after that. I I was also the radio play-by-play guy. Yeah, I think I did more play-by-play than anything else. So. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. Yeah, I went to like fist bump the coach afterwards, and the coaches ran off. I'm like, well, what's wrong? And I didn't realize I wasn't too aware. All right, sorry, we're going a little bunny trails, which is okay. Um, yeah, so anything else about the apartment? So, this is the one with George and the wedding band, right? Yeah, right? where they where they go to the um, marathon party, and George is trying to hit on all the women with his wedding band, and it totally backfires. <laughs> totally backfires on him. Yeah. Did not work out very well because then he meets, of course, as George's luck would have it, he meets all these women that are just fawning over him. And they're like, if only you weren't married. And then he's like, well, I'm not. And then the one's like, no, it's okay. And then she walks away. So, (laughs) you know, the other one, of course, says that she's got a thing for bald men in glasses. And (laughs) so it's like the classic, you know, George outthought himself maybe. And, Mm -hmm. uh, it it happens quite a bit, I think, to George. George's schemes never come out. They they never yes. usually work, do they? No. Eventually, even if it works initially, eventually something ends up. You know, either he takes it too far, yeah. or you know, it just runs its course. Something happens. Um, this is a historic episode, also in one way. This was the first Elaine get out. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. yeah. The get out shove. Yeah, which apparently came into the series because Julia Louis-Dreyfus does that in her life. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. I never knew that. Huh. I read about it somewhere that she, that's why they did it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm wondering if in the writing of the show, I mean, obviously, if she did it in real life, maybe, you know, she did it with one of the actors in a meeting or whatever, but... Um, I'm wondering if Jerry was used to it because, like in the 
storyline they created. It seems like it kind of shocked Jerry when she did that. Jerry, when Jerry said, Hey, I got to the apartment, you know, I don't know. It's not as bad as the one where she pushes him and he goes and he flies into his bed. His bed. Yes, yes. That's my favorite one. I don't even yeah. know what episode it is. It's just so or when, funny. Or when she pushes the bizarro friends. Yeah. <laughs> and he falls and gets hurt. Yeah. And they're like, what's your problem? Kind of thing. Like she thinks it's a normal thing to do because that's what she does. And then they kind of call her out on it. And she finally realizes like, Oh, I guess what I'm doing is not good or whatever. So <laughs> I, I wonder how often she does that in real life. I mean, uh, I, I mean, is it just like when great things happen, like when she won a Emmy for Veep, like was she, you know, yeah, <laughs> pushing uh, everybody in the audience? Well, and if you're a friend of, and I'm not saying just because you're friends with Julie Louis Dreyfus in real life that you're fake, like you have to suck up to her. But in some ways, you do that. Like if you work for her, let's say her assistant and everything. Like, do they feel compelled to like have a bigger reaction when she does that? Like, do they fly back even further to make her happy? Or I don't know. It would have been yeah. funny if she would have done it on Veep. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I mean, some of those people needed it. Yes, yes. Especially Jonah. I I was wondering about that. Like sometimes these characters, like you knew Julia Louis Dreyfus was one way. And um, the show, and Warren and I have talked about this, that we like, The New Adventures of Old Christine, um, she has a similar type of character. It, it definitely was different. But, you know, her, her character very much changed. I want more of these characters to have a similar type of, what do you call it, like, you know, attitude and everything. You know, it's weird when they totally change, but it was good. So does that mean that you would support Jason Sudeikis being Ted Lasso? Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) We almost made it. We almost made it without it. We did get a Golden Globe nomination, you know. Well, that's what happens like Sam. And Critics' Choice Award. Oh, really? I missed that one. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure he did. Craig, have you seen New Adventures of Old Christine? Uh, Yeah, I have. I I don't watch. I, I... my wife actually, I kind of watched it because she was watching it. It's on HBO Max, and she was kind of binge watching it. And I would watch it every once in a great while, or listen to it, or I watched it when it was on network TV, very, very sparingly. So I, I wouldn't say that I've seen it's every on little HBO replay. Max. Yeah, it's on <laughs> HBO Max. Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure what's going on, but Chris seems very shocked by something. Yes, my mouth is open. I, Laura. <laughs> Are you are you okay or <laughs> no? I, I'm reaching for my credit card now, so I can order HBO Max right now. Yeah. Oh, what a great show! There's oh, a lot goodness. of good stuff on HBO Max. Uh yeah, yeah. I've been singing HBO Max's praises since it debuted, and uh, you know, yeah, they have a, a very extensive library of even just non HBO shows, and that that's one of the ones that they've added over the last. Uh, I don't know, probably a few months. I mean, it's probably only a, it probably only came came back here about six months ago or so. But yeah, my wife went through it, binge watched it. I would catch an episode here or there when she did. But uh, you know, I, I I didn't hate it when I watched it. I know that I did like it. I think it's hilarious that show. But see, Laura, you and me might be the only people that really really like it. You know, I mean, hey, it's a selling point. I may get HBO Max just on that alone, but I'm not sure if. <laughs> That's the best scene, you know, product of HBO Max by far. Uh, I, I have I stream uh, 
Showtime just for Ray Donovan. So really, okay. I think isn't Ray Donovan on Peacock? Is it? I, I think I, I don't know. I think the um, paid or free. I, what's that? I'm sorry. What was that? Peacock, the paid one or the free one? Um, it might be on the paid. Yeah, it's, it'd be on the paid. I but, gotta, I have to look at my my streaming because I have yeah. way too much. Because yeah. I know I know that Showtime for a while there was kind of selling off their streaming rights to properties like Shameless, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that Ray Donovan's on Peacock. Well, so if you ever decided that you know you just wanted to avoid the extra cost or whatever, um, I don't know if they're if they have the newest. Well, I guess it's been been off the air now for a few years, but I'm pretty sure they have the entire series run or at least a few seasons. Okay, because okay. they, I'm that's probably the one that I'll dump eventually here because um, they're the series is done. It was done last like March maybe something like that. They dumped dropped the last season and then january 14th is the final movie that they did oh so they okay that's right basically finished the whole thing because they didn't really have an ending so much so now they're gonna right. end. I, i'm taking a look at the uh, hulu bundle now because i'm that's paying regular got. price for hulu espn plus is impressing more um when it first came out i just didn't see anything but they're showing monday night football now and a bunch of stuff they wouldn't have thought beforehand. So Disney too, right? It's part of that bundle. Yeah. yeah. We'll That's have to. I, have. Um, I don't use the ESPN at all, but. What? We'll oh, it looks. Take... Oh, sorry, sorry, I was going to say it looks. It looks like Ray Donovan is off of Peacock. It was on Peacock because I know it was, okay. but it looks like it's off of Peacock. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. they only have the rights for a few. Yeah, months. maybe. Because it was not, I've always loved Liev Shriver, but um, yep. I didn't have Showtime until yeah. streaming started. And yeah. I think I think I right now you can even bundle Showtime with Paramount Plus because Paramount Plus oh, is the, yeah. I guess it would be the older sister, and then Viacom, of course, is the the you know parent company. But CBS owns Showtime, or at least owns like rights to some of their stuff. So you can bundle. I know. I know they've done that before, but you can bundle right now. I think Paramount Plus and um, Showtime. I think even for ten dollars a month combined, which is a pretty good deal. Yeah, considering I'm paying for both right now. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know I, if that was a Black Friday deal or something, but yeah, I'll look um, into it. It may, be one that, it may be one that's still going on that could be something to scoop up. That way, you can kind yeah. of pare down the cost a little bit. Because Paramount, I'm. I shouldn't say this, but Paramount, I'm very disappointed with Paramount Plus. The only thing I watch on it now is uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, I'm I'm not crazy about Paramount Plus as much as I used to. I, well, right now for me, I like watching football, and but I gotta get uh, antenna. I mean, I'm I'm right in the city of Columbus. I think a antenna, I could just get the same stuff. So we dropped know. we dropped our cable about maybe i want to say like two weeks ago or something like that and we have we went with um i don't understand how a lot of this works so bear with me we are watching like tv through youtube now and it's like 50 times better than what we had with cable we had some yeah. cable ver- cable program or package that was 
it was like you got to pick 20 channels and I only watched maybe like four of them. You know, it was crazy. We picked all these channels and then never watched any of them. So, I mean, part of that is our fault, <laughs> you know. Right, right. But, you know, some of the stuff that I wanted to watch wasn't part of the offerings in this program. So we just picked crap. Very good. All right. Well, we're going to have to close up. So, yeah, um, Sun for the Apartment, what's next week on our um, number? Let's see. The, oh, no, that was last week. Uh, the statue. The statue. Okay. One. Very good. And we're going to try to get out to you a little bit earlier. We're going to tape it a little bit earlier next week because next week is Christmas week. So should be good. All right. Well, Laura, thanks um, for everything. We'll see you next week. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, it should be good. Um, yeah. So, and Craig, uh, we'll be. You and I are going to record something on our own real quick, and then uh, Joe Castle comes on. I, I've got thoughts, Craig. I'm, uh, I don't know if you got to see it yet, but this we're talking about Italian gangsters and yeah. movies, and uh, I got some thoughts. Uh, okay. Uh, nothing scary, but I, I'm not super excited, but, but we'll talk about it later. All right. For Sounds Laura, good. it's Craig. I'm Chris. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks again.